0: No seed, therefore no fruit. That's a eunuch. May you not be a eunuch in the house of the Lord. May you do something. Hallelujah. So, Colossians 4 17, Paul said, Say to Archippus, take heed to the ministry which thou hast received in the Lord, that thou fulfill it. So, Paul is saying, Don't be just sitting there. Don't take the ministry seriously. Take the call seriously. Take your mandate in this life seriously and fulfill it. Or you just become a eunuch, somebody who doesn't do anything. Hallelujah. Amen. So may we do something for the Lord. Amen. And it's not just doing something, but bringing it to completion. Amen. Finishing it, completing it. Amen. Amen. Making full proof of it. Hallelujah. What has God called you to do? What did God bring you to this earth for? May you do it in the name of Jesus. All right. So, like I said to you, we are looking at how to do fulfill your ministry, how to make foolproof of your ministry, and we've shared many different things. This today could be the penultimate session of um, this particular book, this season, this season of. This book, we'll come back to it again once the Lord liveth. We'll come. Today might be like, um, don't, don't be too confident that it is. I say, it might, it might be. All right? And we've seen different things that you can do to make foolproof of your ministry. Today, I want to look at one of them just quickly, just for 30 minutes or so quickly. I want to look at one of them. If you have the book, turn with me to chapter 19 of this book. Fulfill your ministry by using your gift, wow. Fulfill your ministry or make full proof of your ministry by using your gift. Matthew 25 is that when you hear gifts, you always think of Matthew 25. Because in Matthew 25, reading from verse 14, the Bible says that for the kingdom of God is as a man, the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called unto his servants and delivered unto them his goods, he delivered unto them his gifts, he delivered unto them his talents. Alright. And unto one he gave five talents, and to another, and to another two, and to another one, to every man according to their several abilities. Alright. And straight away he took his journey. But he that had received one talent, oh, how did we fly that fast? Then he that had received five talents went and traded with them, and the same made five other talents, 17. Likewise, he that had received two, he also gained other two. But he that had received one talent went and digged the air and hid the Lord's. Money, hallelujah. Amen. Then, when you read on, the master comes and commends them. 19 After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and reconnected with them. And he that had received five talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. And I uh, behold, I have gained five talents more. And the Lord said, Well done, good and faithful servant, thou hast been faithful with little. Um, that shall be made ruler over much. Enter into the joy of the ministry. You have been faithful. You fulfilled your ministry. Come for your reward. Then the next one also, the one who has received two also said, I've gained two more. Said the same thing to you. You have been faithful with little. You will be made ruler of a match. Enter into the joy of thy Lord. Then the one who did not use his gift or his, or his talent, he came and then all the problems in the Bible began. <laughs> all the problems in the bible began because of this guy are you, are you following what i'm saying so use your gift use the gift that god has given to you in using the gift you start a supernatural journey to fulfilling your ministry yeah. to fulfilling the call of god upon your life to fulfilling the purpose of God upon your life. Let me read from the book. Use your gift and you will make full proof of your ministry. Using your gift is the start of the journey to the fulfillment of your ministry. Have a proper respect for the small gift that you have received. As you use the gift of God, you will find yourself making full proof of the ministry. Hallelujah. So even from here, already we see that one of the reasons why we don't use our gifts is that we feel it's too small. If it was big, if it was big, then I would use it. But how do you give me this small? I've given no wonder, don't be here. You knock in the palace, ask for me, you did give me just something small. It's very small. Do you get it? It's very small. But as you use it, you will fulfill your ministry. Amen. Seven things you must know about your gift. Number one, the gift of God. It's your special ability that establishes you. Right. It's your special ability that establishes you. Hallelujah. Romans 1, 11, the Bible says, For I long to see you, that I may impart unto you some spiritual gifts to the end, that ye may be established. It says, I want to see you. So that I can I can put some gifts on you. I can put some gifts into your life. And what will the gifts do in your life? It will make you established. At the end of the day, because of the gift, you will become established. As you use your gift, it will bring establishment in your life and in your ministry. Amen. A gift is an ability. You know you have a gift when you are able to do something Easily, some, something easily, which others are unable to do. Wow. Amen. Amen. You are able to do something so easily. Others can't do it. Mm-hmm. Some people can sing. Some of us can't even find the key. Yeah. Let's not even talk about the song. The key. Because the song starts with the key. Yeah. One of the reasons why I don't sing a lot is because of the key. Because usually when I need the key, I can't find it. So when I start singing, you will see, suddenly I've used a key that is not my key. Everybody has their key. Every song and the key, and everybody has a particular key you are able to sing on comfortably. Uh, there are some songs too also you can't sing in certain keys. If you start it in a certain key, you are finished. I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence come at my help. My help cometh from the Lord, the Lord which made heaven and air. He said, He will not suffer thy foot, thy foot to be moved, the Lord which keepeth thee, he will not slumber nor sleep. For the, then the problem Lord has started. Is Lord keep, is thy keeper, the Lord, Lord is thy strength, strength thy shape. Upon, upon thy right hand, hand upon, upon thy right hand. hand. Oh, no, stand shall not smile thee by day, by nor, day, nor, the by day, day nor, nor the moon by night. He, he shall preserve, preserve thy soul. Even forever... All the problems in the world are about to begin. Oh, my help... My help... My help... All of my help... Cometh from the Lord. Those of you thought I was quite a shame on you. <laughs> now, this song... If you make a mistake and you start on a certain key, you won't sing again. Your singing career has come to an end. Because as you are going, it's climbing You You start from here, it's climbing, it's climbing, it's climbing. You think your voice can get here. But maybe your voice can get here. So you have to start from here. So that when it is at its peak, that peak is your peak. But you just listen to help the last thing that you, just, you want to start from here, in the middle of the song, the song will finish. You don't have the song there is still there, but you don't have any voice left. Do you get it? <laughs> so, but some people it comes to them, even me when I start the song and it's off key, I don't know. It's later that I realize that it's off key. No, seriously. I can't tell. I mean, if you look at some of these things, as soon as they start, on they know that the key is too high, or the. I see my wife will be giving Pastor Tyler some signs. It means that the key is too high, or that's that's not the key. We are using a padlock key, but he uses a pin code. You know those type of things. But I don't know. But you do it naturally. It's a God-given ability, and you have to take it seriously. Because the fulfillment of your ministry is is linked with it. Hallelujah. Some of you help nicely. It's a God-given ability that will lead you into the fulfillment of your ministry. As for me, I only help my husband. I only cook for my... God wants to use the cooking, the caring, the looking for the work of the ministry, for his work to advance. So, as for me, I just cook for my husband. Just for only me, my husband, and my three children. How can your ministry blossom? Only you cook for your audience, your clientele, your market base, only three people, husband and two children. And the children today won't eat their food. They just pick two chips, then they are gone. So, your clientele is only one. How can it blossom? You must. How can it blossom? Hallelujah. So, use your gift. And how do you know your gift? Something that you do easily. Because some women, you put their food down, cook their food. When they finish making their food, you know we are all in danger. Sometimes, even you see the food looking at you. Even some people can make the food is nice, so, but the way they'll present the food, you even know that it's nice. You, you, you see that if we don't want to eat it. Meanwhile, taste it and see. Magic. Yeah, magic. It's a gift. Made the food, they put this here. Like Bishop Kweku Kwe was Kwe, they put three dots one, two, three. Then it's called Miluni Malau. Hey. Then you say, what is this miluni malau? The, the miluni is the food, the malau is the three dots. <laughs> hey! Then you go and buy it. After you have eaten, you say, ah, this food, I could have made it at home. But you've bought it, and if I had made it at home, 30 rands. But you've got to pay 250 for it. Yeah. So what is it that you do easily? That, and just by looking at your friends, you see that this person cannot do this this person cannot maybe you read easily yeah. you read it's a gift. not everybody can read yeah. easily yeah. That they can't, not like they can't read English or Zulu or Afrikaans. so to read easily like they are just sitting there reading read, 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 no some of us read one line or we are falling asleep. We have been reading for 30 minutes. We are on the same line. It's almost like when we read, we go to the next, and then that line jumps to come and meet us there. Ah, see, you turn the book. Is the, are the words moving? Yeah, sometimes you even need a ruler to put there so that you can. <laughs> yeah, you know that you are. Some of you even read it. You have to number the lines. <laughs> One, two, three. Because you are reading the third line, then when you get to the end, instead of going to the fourth line, you come to the second line. At the end, all of it doesn't make sense. It's confusing your mind. You don't know because you are supposed to go to line four, but you have come back to line two. But some people don't, don't even be doing other things and they are just reading. It's an ability and reading with speed. It's an ability. Appreciate it. Hallelujah. You must develop and use the gift God has given to you. To be called by God is to receive a gift from God. This gift is a natural talent freely given to you by God. To be called by God is to be given a natural capacity for certain things. This is why gifted, a gifted person... Or gifted people do something, seem to do some things effortlessly. If you are called to pastor people, you will find the the gift of effortless looking after troublesome people for many years. But if you don't have the gift of pastoring, look, hey, out, you. I told you to come, you didn't come. Get out of the church. I, I like that. Look. I told you that if you do this, this mistake, this problem will come. And you didn't listen. And you went to do, go and suffer. But when you see somebody with a pastoral gift, you see, look, you can give the same advice countless times. Oh, you didn't do it. And this problem, sorry, we'll fix the problem. Start again. We fix the problem. Give you the same advice. As though we have not given you that advice. So the same advice again. Then you come. Now, if you cry, you feel, if you were the pastor, you would throw yourself out. Like, if you were the pastor, you would throw the person out. But you come again. that same pastor. It's, just, it's okay. It's and then they, they quote this type of, a righteous man followed seven times. But seven times he writes, so you are the righteous man he's talking about. Because he has a gift. If you have a gift for... Um, evangelistic gift. You see that everything you see, even you meet a pastor, you want to lead him to Christ. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Now, now, now you give your life to Christ. You give your life to Christ because it's a natural gift. Hallelujah. May you use your gift. Hallelujah. Number two. So the Hebrew word for gift is the word matan. Okay, which means a present. So when you have a gift, God has given you a present, hallelujah. Some of you are good with words. It's a present that God has given to you. There are other people. If you give them the microphone now, deaf, deaf. Do you know deaf and damp spirit? The spirit is a spirit. Tell your neighbor it's a spirit. It's called deaf and damp. It will come over them suddenly. It's, their jaws are locked, their lips are locked. Everything they can't say anything anymore. As soon as you see them talking now, you give them the mic. No, that's it. I have people that they come to see me. They've come to see me. When they come, they sit down. If it's 30 minutes, they are quiet the whole 30 minutes. And I'm like, ah, you came to see me. Yes, I'm seeing you. (laughs) Yeah, I just came to see you. Okay. The person sitting there would give Even to say hello. Hello, They are practicing it at home. Hello, bishop. Hello, bishop. Hello, bishop. Then when I appear, they are are having a conversation with me in the heart inside, but on the outside, it's not loading. Yeah. But other people, as soon as they come, they just start to talk. They just start to talk. You, you, even you, want, you'll be tired because they have the words. They don't finish. Yeah, it's a gift. It's a gift. It's a present that God has given to you. Number two. Number two. if we do three or four, we can go home. You have the book, don't you? This is the book. If you don't have it, I'm showing you. This is the book. Get one. If you are watching me from home, this is the book. Get one. How You Can Make Full Proof of Your Ministry, written by my father, the bishop, Doug E. W. us Just get one. The gift of God is your special ability that creates an audience. The gift or your gift is a God-given ability that creates an audience for you. A man's gift, Proverbs 18, 16, maketh room for him and bringeth him before kings. It is the gift of God that causes you to stand before different audiences, different people. Hallelujah. If you continue to use the gift that God has given you, you will find yourself standing before great men and great audiences. Hallelujah. You have come tonight not to see me, but to see, to witness or to benefit from the gift of God that is on my life. That's it. It's the God-giving gift that you have come to listen to tonight. Not me. If it was me, you, ah, you would have passed me by and gone long time ago. Hallelujah. So, your gift, if you use your gift, those of you can sing, those of you can do things. That thing, if you develop it and you use it, it will bring you before great people. Yeah, it will give you an oh, it said, Bishop says it gives you an audience. The Bible says it brings you before great men. Great men. Hallelujah. It brings you people, people come to see because it's a gift people go to see. Joyous celebration, they go to watch the gift, creates an audience for them. Footballers. It's the gift of playing soccer that we go to watch. That gift. So we go to it depending on the level of the gift and who comes to watch it. And how many people come to watch it? How many just come to watch it? Do you, do you, do you understand? Even teams sign players to make money of the players because they know people will come to watch the gift. So what gift do you have? What gift has God given to you? Use it. It will create an audience for you. Amen. It will create an audience for you. It will create people who come to see the gift and to watch the gift. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. You have the gift of singing, use it. You have the gift of whatever, dancing, use it. It will bring you, but sometimes you see people with gifts, they don't want to use it. They want you to beg them to, to sing, beg them to dance, beg them to do this, beg them to do you what. Know, as we are begging you, we are, we, we are actual, you are actually blocking your opportunity to have a great audience. Hey, How many of us, we just want people to listen to what we are doing or watch what we are doing? I know we all want it. That's why you are on Facebook. Yeah, that's why you are on Facebook. That's why you are on social media. That's why you update your status so that people can see. People can see, oh, there you are with this. There you are with that there you are. You update your status. You do a new hairstyle. You update it. You do an old hairstyle. You update it. You wear new clothes. You update it. You even go to the shop. Then you wear their clothes. Then you take a picture in the changing room. Then you come. You won't even buy. It. Then you update it so that people can see. We all want people to see us. We want people to see what we are doing. And God is saying that use the gift and people will see it. It will create an audience for you, for people to come and watch what you are doing. But if you don't use the gift, how will people see you? How will people see it? How will people see it? Meanwhile, you know God said? A man's gift, one, it will, open, it will create a spot. It says it make it room for him. So it creates a spot, a position, a spot for him. So it's not like or a slot, let me say even a slot. So it's not like when you come, you won't get a chance. You will get a chance. You will by all means get a chance because of your gift. And then when you are using the gift, it will create an audience, a crowd, to come and see it. A crowd to come and see it. A crowd. And because on me, what I don't, people cannot watch it or people cannot see it. You are lying. Even the most private type of gift, it has a way of manifesting itself in a way to bring you into prominence yeah the most private thing if it's a gift you are having it has a way of manifesting its way for people to see it hallelujah oh yes so use your what gift do you have what gift I, 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 and, and when it comes to this we use singers us a lot Keyboardists, singers, uh, because those those are the visible ones, the obvious ones. Sometimes come and sing. Then it's like, oh, um, I don't want to learn the song. I don't want to, oh, Why this song? Why? Okay. Why don't you give me a Zulu song? If I got a Zulu song, I I, I I will I will sing it. Hamba, Elizo Hamba, is daily... Shuma uh-huh, elizo hamba, elizo hamba, Aha! Then I will sing. But if you say I should sing, "The uh, Lord thy God in the midst of," oh, you are just you are just cutting yourself off from your gift, advancing and improving. So when your crowd start narrowing, it's because you are not using your gift. Some of you have a gift of just talking to people. Talking to people. Do you get talking and making people feel comfortable? Not everybody has it. Not everybody. No. And, it's, and it's, not, it, it's not because you can't talk. It means you can't talk to people. Some of you even, you can't talk to people because you talk too much. Like, you have too many words at a time. So, I mean, people don't enjoy being around you. I mean, small meeting we have met to fellowship. When you start talking, nobody can say anything. So It's like you have mouth diarrhea. So many words. It's like hand bizarre of the mouth. The words are just like a machine gun. So everybody, the person wants to say something, then you interject. So it's like once you are here we are tired we start to yawn oh, because we are yawning for our ears because the amount of words that is going to flood in is too much we are tired already hey. so it's not because like talk you, you can't talk but sometimes when to talk what to talk about how to say what you are saying The, I read the caption that said, wisdom is knowing when to say what. Do you get So it's not just knowing what to say. Knowledge. Uh-huh. I said, knowledge is knowing what to say. and Wisdom is knowing when to say it. Knowledge is you know what to say. Do you get it? You know what to say. But the time may not be the right time to say it. As you are sitting down right now, if you want to make a pool, excuse me. I mean, you can't say, Bishop, I want to make a pool. Oh, yes. you no, know, it is the thing. It, you, it's a pool you want to make. But it's not the time to say it. I mean, can you imagine how we all look at, ah? What's wrong with this? This You can even lose. That. Some, somebody who has decided to choose you as a beloved will change their minds. Same time that, ah, this brother too. <laughs> so some of you have the gift of even talking to people just being able to talk to people so people can feel comfortable as they are around you other people can't do it look, there are people they can only talk to people at their level or below them if you bring somebody higher than them they have nothing to say anymore anyway or nothing relevant Nothing, they don't even know questions to ask. Because when you are with somebody who is higher than you, in a certain way, you want to hear them talk. You see, you want to hear them talk. So you want to bring up things that will make them talk. Or you want to talk about things they are interested in. Even if they have to hear you talk, you want to talk about things that they are interested in. So the ability to even be with them and sense that, okay, when we talked about this... He said one or two things and it's almost like he wasn't listening or his mind was off something. Do you see? But when we talked about this, he came alive. Then you know what he likes. So this is what to talk about. Not that you want to talk about oh just to please him, but to get the most out of your engagement with the person. Some people have it. Some people don't. If you bring them to a group... Chat. I mean, yesterday we were having just a group fellowship. We started from 7 o'clock or 6 We finished almost at 4 4 a.m. I went to my house at 4 a.m. In fact, 4 a.m., I was driving towards my house. I was now going to my house from 7 p.m. The previous day. day. (laughs) I'm now going to my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was asking my wife to ask somebody to do something. I said, oh. But it's late. I said, call the person now. We, we are not asleep. The day is not over. Call the person right now. 4 a.m. If you ask, I was saying, call the person right now. I was feeling bad. Because can you imagine you are in your house. 4 a.m. I'm calling you to give you an instruction. Because the reason is that I'm going to sleep after 4 a.m. When am I going to wake up to tell you to do that? You know, I need the thing done before 10 o'clock. So when am I going to call? So by the time I wake up to call you, it's too late. So now, 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 now. Hey, ACC, hey, this is what we are doing. Thank you. Go back to sleep. When you wake up, remember, it's not a dream. It's a true story. <laughs> Don't wake up and say, I had a dream. I had a dream that Bishop was calling me. No, it's not a dream. It's a real thing. Please. <laughs> yeah, but it's just from people being able to talk nice. it's a, It's a skill. You even learn it. But some have the gift, some don't. Some will come, they have a very bad attitude. Bad attitude. No smile. No pleasantness. You won't laugh at anything. The person has made a joke. Then you are just neutral. You are just there. You won't laugh. Look, ladies, if you don't learn to laugh at the guy's jokes, you will not get a husband. <laughs> laugh. Meanwhile, well, as far as he is concerned, you are, his num- you are supposed to be his number one fan. He has made a joke. The joke didn't even land. But you have to laugh. You have to, you have to laugh at ah! Yeah, It's true that the joke didn't land. But you have to laugh. And, 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 and sometimes, so don't just laugh sheepishly. <laughs> Some of you, because I said you have to laugh, as soon as he starts a joke, no. <laughs> oh, he knows that he has not yet made the joke, but you are, he knows you are lying. <laughs> hey. Number three, number three, our time is running fast. Number three. <laughs> but may you use your gift. The gift of God is your special ability that responds to your desires. So your gift is a special ability from God that responds to your desires. Follow after charity. Desire spiritual gifts. But rather that ye may prophesy. First Corinthians 14 1 Corinthians 14:1. The unique characteristic about the gift of God is that it responds to desire. The more you desire the gift, the more you receive it. When you stand before a congregation that is filled with desire, interest, anticipation, and excitement, the gift of God will flow naturally. The desire desire is a master key to receiving the gift of God. The desire for the gift is the key to any spiritual infilling. Amen. So your gift gift responds to your desire. What you don't desire, you won't have. If you don't look at any gift and watch it with excitement and admiration and desire, it can't come to you. It can't come to you. Because God uses your desire, desire spiritual gifts. Follow after love and desire, have a desire, a yearning for A gift, a spiritual gift. So, what you don't desire, God doesn't give to you. It's like being given water when you are not thirsty. Said, "Drink this water." Meanwhile, you are not thirsty. You can't drink it. You use some to bath and everything, but you won't drink it. That's what I desire. So, if you if you watch things, you desire things, and you watch it with admiration, you will see that it will start a response to it. It will start coming to you. Hallelujah. Yeah, I mean, I watch people fight boxing, Tyson Fury. Uh, what's the one that has been beaten again? Anthony Joshua. Not Baby Jake. Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua. Pastor was a time, eh? Uh, <laughs> Anthony Joshua. No, beating again. Um, all these people. I watch them. Look, they Tyson Fury, Dante Wilder and trilogy. Oh, I've watched it. There's everything. But I don't desire to be a boxer. I have no desire at all. Even when they hit some of the blows, I close my eyes. Because it's too heavy, so when it's going, Ay! then I just imagine that it has hit him already. That when I see his eye, I say, it hit him. He didn't swerve. It landed. Do you see? But I, I mean wrestling. Oh, I, don't, I, mean, even, I don't even enjoy watching wrestling. WW Raw. No, 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 no. I don't even watch it. Smackdown. I don't even watch it. Pastor MZ used to love it. You still do. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. <laughs> WW Raw. Oh. One day I visited a certain lady. She didn't come to church. So after church, I was waiting to do shepherds. I said, let me go and find out why this my sheep is not in church. When I went there, she was watching WW Raw. Smackdown. Yeah. In Sunday afternoon. But they show it Sunday afternoon. Yeah. And she had removed her top. Hiya, kaya, haba, haba, haba. No, 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 no. I mean, you haven't seen some before. I mean, she had removed her top. A gallow. Yeah. And she was... So when I knocked, I knocked from the side. Those of you who come from the rural, you know the way. I knocked from the side. You don't knock from the front. You come through the kitchen. So they said, oh, Ghana," Which means, come in. So then I went in. When I went through, I came through the kitchen. And she was in the living room. I think her grandmother was sitting in the kitchen. So I said hello to the grandma. then, so, she's over so well there. So I went. There she was. That's the TV in front of her. She had taken off her shirt. Yeah. And then she was. Yeah. I was standing and She didn't see me. I was just. <laughs> so it's later on she turned around. you oh, oh, oh. <laughs> raw. So she's the one who told me that there's a guy. Um, there's a guy who has a move which is 619. Six, six yeah, rare Mysterio. Yeah, she's the one who told me that. So I said, Hey. So later I sat here and I said, Tell me, I'm listening. Tell me about Ray Mysterio. He has a style. It's called 619. When he does it, then that is there. So I asked her. So if she he, he said, that's his last move. I said, So if he does it, then you have to. So I said if he does it and then it doesn't work, what was? Oh, it works. Once he does it, it will work. I said, Hey, Hey. Okay, then she told me about Eddie Guerrera. Uh, ca- come and show us. Come and show. Viva Las Vegas. Hey, come, come. Quickly, quickly. Our time is up. You say what? Viva Ralasa. Viva the come, come and Viva Ralasa for us. Come, hurry up. Sit down, sit down. Viva, Viva Malaska for us. Let's see. Hey, then what? You say, Viva Ralasa. Yeah. Ah. Oh, okay. He has a car that moves. Does this Really? Wow. Viva, 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 Viva something. Viva Alaska. Hey! Eddie, is that the one who died? Yes. Told me oh, Eddie Guerrera and he's dead. I said, oh, really? Yeah. Ah, uh, then there's Batista. Yes. Told me about guy who the If you put Batista in front of me, you put um, Eddie Guerrero, Ray Mysterio, I don't know their difference. I don't even know whether they are boys or girls. Yeah, I don't even know. Don't, the only one I know is Kiki Kiki. Hey. Kiki. That's the only one. <laughs> yeah. John Cena, is that not? I've never seen him fighting even before. Ah, Hulk Hogan is the old one, yeah. And The Undertaker. Yeah, The Undertaker and Paul Bearer. This John Cena, I've never even seen him fighting before. Ah, he's in movies. Ah, so which one is The Rock? It's also Rey Mysterio. Dwayne Johnson, yeah, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson and the short guy. What's his name? Is he also a wrestler? Really? Okay, he's like in zege. Okay. <laughs> show me, I won't know them. Because no desire. So that's why you don't see me trying. Me, John Sinner, I remember when my children were young, there was some nice t-shirt, then I, I think I bought it or something. And then the person's name was John Sinner. Then my son said he doesn't like it because the name on it is Sinner. That's how come I remember the guy's name. It's been, I wouldn't have known him. I don't even think that they remember. But they were very, oh no, I don't like it. It says Sinner, no. That's how come I got to know that there's a guy called Johnson. I didn't even, when I bought the like, teachers, it was nice. I just, Oi". I said, this type of God children. Anyway, let's go on. <laughs> but what you desire, that's what comes to you. That's what God looks at. Him. So have a strong desire for the gift of God, and something good will happen to you. Number five, or number six, or even number seven. The gift of God is your special ability that you may, you may be neglecting. It's a special ability that God has given you that you can neglect. To neglect means to not use it, push it aside. First Timothy 4:14 says, neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given to you by prophecy and by the laying, hands, laying of hands of the presbytery. So you can have a gift which you are neglecting. May you not neglect your gift. Amen. I said, may you not neglect your gift. Here, Bishop says sometimes people without gifts are better than people with gifts. This is because many gifted people neglect their gifts. These are singers; see, there are singers who neglect their special ability to sing. There are musicians who neglect their special ability to play music. There are preachers and teachers who neglect their special ability to teach. You would think that people who naturally rise up people will naturally rise up and use their gifts. But the exact opposite is true. Most people neglect their their gifts. I have marveled at gifted musicians who neglect their God-given gifts of a musical ear. What is a musical ear? The ability to hear music and be able to interpret it. Many of us, we don't hear the name. We just say (laughs) Everything is the same. Number five, the gift of God is your special ability that you may be ignorant about. Ignorant, which means you don't know about. Now concerning spiritual gifts, 1 Corinthians 12:1. I would not have you ignorant. That, don't, you can have the gift and you are ignorant. You don't even know you have the gift. We don't even know you have the gift. You are ignorant. So Paul said, Paul had a whole teaching about spiritual gifts in 1 Corinthians 12. So that the people would not be ignorant about it. Because if you don't know about something, you won't use it. You will never use it. And remember, God needs you to use the gift to make full proof of your ministry. I read, it says, it is easy to be ignorant of, about your spiritual gifts. This is why Paul bothered to teach about spiritual gifts. Sometimes it takes an outsider to notice the gift of God in you. When someone notices the gift of God, you may pay attention to what he says. He may be the person God is using to point out your gift to you. A gift is a special ability that is so natural that it does not even seem like a supernatural or spiritual thing. This is why it sometimes takes an outsider to notice you are gifted. You do it so naturally, you don't think it's anything. Look, the way to see your gift is to look at others. Look at what you do Mm -hmm. and how others struggle to do it. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Yeah. I, I look at how people struggle to put messages together, like to preach, struggle to prepare to preach. And it amazes me. I mean, I'm very, one day I asked a guy to preach somewhere. So, he was preaching on Sunday. So, Friday, I came to church. And he was not in church. So, I asked his wife, where is the guy? Then his wife said, oh, he's preparing to preach. I said, ah, when is he preaching? He said, Sunday. I said, but Sunday. So, I didn't say anything. So, the next day. I saw the wife. I said, ah, where is your husband? I said, he's preparing. I said, ah, but he's just going to preach for 40 minutes. Then she told me, not everybody is like you. That's what she did. She told me me that not not everybody is like you. This preaching, oh, no, no, no. From Thursday, Friday, my husband is not moving anywhere. (laughs) To just go and (laughs) preach. Did you get it? Whereas for me, I can be doing everything I'm doing. Everything. Even watching soccer. Everything I'm doing. And I'll be ready to preach. Yeah, I remember one of the times I was having a convention. I think my mother was here. I was having a convention here. I was having a convention here. And there was a soccer game. So, this same brother who I said, go and preach. And he disappeared. He disappeared. Yeah, he came to pick me. So when he came, the game was in the second half or something. I said, let's finish the game. Then he sat down, and my mother was waiting. My mother was so scared for me. I did, if I knew she was scared for me, I would have just gotten up to come. But I didn't know. Me, it was my natural. So scared for me. And I said, go over, over the bar. Then when they finished the game, I said, let's go. And then we. As soon as I got here, it was time to preach. So I just came, you now, then I took the mic. Then I started. Later, my mother. I couldn't believe it. I. I was worried. I was praying for you. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was praying for you because I was worried for you. In, like you, you see, so you see that you. It comes to you easily. If as I'm preaching right now, I'm thinking of what I'm preaching on Sunday. As right now, as I'm standing here, I'm arranging some Sunday things that I'm going to say As I'm standing here now, as I'm telling you, gift this one. I'm on Sunday. Do you get it? But for somebody, it's like it takes so much. So when you look at how they struggle to do the same thing you do easily, you know that God has given to you it to you as a gift. Hallelujah! As a gift, as a gift. And then finally, number, next one, number seven, six. The gift of God is your special ability that makes you different from others. Romans 12, six, it says, having gifts differing according to the grace of God that is given to you, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. So your gift is our gift that makes us different from another one another. Because your gift is different from this person's gift, that's what makes you different. So the various, so God gives us different gifts, and the gifts makes us different from one another. And unfortunately, you'll be sitting there and say, "Somebody has this gift, because this gift is different." He wants to go and take this other gift. See, somebody disorderly, cannot organize anything. Give the person the mic now to sing. Bring this whole place alive. That's their gift. But you see them, they'll see another person who's organized properly. I want to be this this rather. Then the one who's organized and proper doesn't want the organized gift, wants to be a singer. But God gave you that as special ability so that you will be different. And number seven... The gift of God is your special ability. God's special ability has given you. That must be stirred up. That must be stirred up. That must be stirred up. Wherefore, I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. 2 Timothy 1 6. You have to stir up the gift of God. If you are going to use the gift of God, it requires staring up, staring up, staring up. You have to stare it up. Amen. Focus on your special ability. Give yourself to it. Become better at doing what you are good at. Don't let other people's gifts confuse you. You are gifted with a different gift and you need to stare it up. People who stare up the gift of God are often called hard diligent workers. Indeed, it is diligence, persistence, and hard work that stir up the gift of God. Hallelujah. So let us stir up the gift. What is the gift that you have? It may be something small, but the more you stir it up, the bigger. It says, become better. Become what? Better at what you are good at. Hallelujah. One day, um, during one of the Olympics, the Chinese coach for ping pong, table tennis, he was interviewed because they won gold in that particular um, event, and he was interviewed. That what makes you guys so good? I said, "Oh, we, we. You look like you don't have any faults or mistakes or weaknesses. Said, oh, we have so many of them. We just find out what we are strong at, and we keep playing that." We keep playing that. So he says, if the player is good at playing the forearm shot, we always make sure that the ball never comes to the other side, that he has to play a backhand shot. So if this is the ball, he just keeps playing. Anywhere you play, he moves. Even if you play to the end here, he'll move all the way here and play this. And because these shots, he's good at them, he's not likely to miss. All he has to do is to move so that the ball comes to his right. Move quickly enough. For the ball to come to his right. And then he will be hit. So he, because he's good at it, he always puts you under pressure. The only way the game can change to your advantage, if he, if he plays a forearm shot, which will be an easy shot for you, then you now start putting him under. So from the beginning of the game, he just starts putting you under pressure. So you think, you know, his faults are not exposed. So they said, we improve our players on what they are good at. The shots they are good at the area there. so if we have a player who always plays a forearm we always say move then you play move then you play like that anywhere you put it he'll play even if you put it here it's easier to just chop it like he'll go that way and still hit it to you yeah he still hit it to you so improve if your gift is singing improve on it get better at it if your gift is pastoring people get better at it if your gift is loving people get better improve at it whatever your gift is improve at it Improve at it. Get better at it. Stare it up. Use it and get better at it. Yeah. Many times when I get, I find people who are good at something, I like to leave them there. That you naturally, I can see you are good at this thing. I like to leave them there. Because that's their, they found their area. Right. And if you stay there, you flourish. Yeah. If you stay there, you do well. But if you start looking at other people, so, I want to be like this, I want to be, then you now neglect what you are good at. And you are forced to be good at something that you are very poor at. Something that with all the effort, you put 100% effort, you will be average. Whereas your gift, if you were to put the same effort in where you are good at, you become excellent. Everybody will be coming to look at you. Yeah, I mean, one of the gifts I feel I have is making things look nice. Making things look nice. Look, you see people, I'm, I'm working with people, they can't even see that the thing is not nice or the thing is messed up. It's almost like you're working with blind people. No, I mean, it's... If it's like this, our red carpet thing. One day I went to a shop, I was going to buy something else. Then I just saw the red carpet. When I saw I just pictured the church. I said, ah, this thing, you just put it there, it will look nice. But I didn't say anything. I Later I went there and I went to buy it. I just came. I said, "Let's put it here." Even to put it halfway, is intentional. it's intentional. Like, Why did they put it from here all the way to the back? If we had done it all the way to the back, it, the beauty will be gone. The beauty will be gone. The rest of the thing have to give it what we call a silhouette for it to come out. But you be with somebody, So let's take it all the way there. Let's take it. They can't even see. <laughs> Yeah, it's just they can't even see it. It's not their fault. Though. It's not their gift. But if I don't use mine, you come The whole, Almost everybody who comes here, Look, Charlie, you've done the thing nicely. Oh. You've done the thing. I remember when I came, yeah. the media people, they told me, let's buy this, let's buy this. I said, take your time. Take your time. By the time I finish with the sound, you yourself, you'll be surprised. So relax, Pastor Melly. I said, relax. Started to get the things. One, one, one. Almost everybody who comes talks about the sound. Meanwhile, we are not using any modern, expensive anything. You know. It's just carefully doing it. So when the sound hits, boom. One of these days, I'm going to take an offering from you and add some two things. The whole place will change. Yeah. Every time I sit here... I I I just oh if we add these two oh we will be in America, but for somebody can't even hear. Last Sunday when I walk into Mass, the sound was flat. All the people they can't hear that the sound. Not that it's, the volume is low. It's flat. It's like eating expired food. Flat. Yeah, flat cook. So, in it, so when I said that, you could, then when they told the people, they increase the volume rather, I said, wow, look. I, I asked myself, where is Pastor Merlin? <laughs> they increase the volume rather. Do, do you get it? Instead of listening to what I said, the sound is flat, so make it sharper. Don't increase the volume, make it sharper. That's all. So that when it comes, you see like the way the sound is, it comes with a certain strength. It makes it easier for you to stay awake. But when it's flat, uh, you will fall asleep. (laughs) But notice the things that you, you, it's easy for you to do. And stir it up and improve in that area. And your life will be better and you will fulfill your ministry. Stand to your feet. Let's bring this service to a close. Stir up the gift that is in you. Stay it up, persistence, diligence, hard work, using of the gift will stir it up. Will make what does it mean to stay? It will make you better at it, just better. You will improve, you improve at it. Stare it up, study more about it, read more about it. Look at other people who are doing that thing that you are good at. Look at them do it, especially if they are better than you. Look at them do it. You will learn something new from it. And you will improve. I mean, when it comes to these computer things, everything you show me on the computer, they all look the same. I said, they look, do you understand they look the same? Control V, control C, they all look the same. When you ask me tomorrow, I don't remember. So you see the thing we did, I said, look, I don't remember anything. I showed you yesterday, it's not the thing, it's not my gift. It's not my, but some people, no matter how complicated the computer problem is, in fact, the more complex it is, the more they have strength. Yeah. I mean, some of these my media people, when I bring a complex com- computer media problem, that's when their strength come up. It's like, look, now, they, they can be there the whole night, they won't sleep. The whole night, they won't sleep. By the time I, I, I am asleep, by the time I wake up, they found a solution. To that. They've come up with a solution. I say me, go pick. Oh, I'll be asleep a long time. Because I don't understand anything. All of them are... Look, all the keys on the keyboard, they are the same. <laughs> I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. All the keys, they are the same to me. You can explain, I will not understand. Yeah, it's not my area of strength. But when I find my area, just improve. You to find your area... Find your area and improve at it. Get better at it. You will become somebody fantastic. Lift your hands and just begin to thank God for his gift over your life. His gift over your life. Just thank him. We are rounding up. We are closing in a bit. Thank God for every ability. Some of you have the ability to organize people. Thank God for it. It's a gift. Stir it up. Some of you have the ability to organize things, events. Thank God for it. Some of you have the ability to keep records. That's your gift. Keep records. Everything is filed nicely. It's an ability. You give some people, they move like taxi drivers. Everything goes to the same pocket. They collect, they put it in the pocket. Collect, put it in the pocket. Every collect. There's no organizational abilities, but you have it. It's a gift. Thank God for it right now. Thank God for it right now. Father, thank you for every gift. Every gift. Even of you have the gift of patience. To just be patient. And be there without complaining. It's a special grace. Not everybody is like that. It's a special grace that God has given to you. Stir it up. Stare it up. Get better at it. Stir it up. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We give you glory. Thank you for every gift that is upon us. Lord, as we use it, increase it on our lives. Give us more grace for it. Give us the ability to press on in it, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Open our eyes. Open our eyes to identify the varying gifts that you have given to each and every one of us. Each and every one of us. In the parable you shared with us, you gave everybody a gift. According to their several abilities. Lord, open our eyes to it. Let us see it and let us use it. Let us improve in it. Let us not neglect it. Let us not be ignorant of it, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Let it bring us before kings. Let it, let it open doors for us and bring us before kings. In the name of Jesus. We bless you. We thank you. We glorify you. We exalt you. We extol you tonight. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord for your word, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You are here, you are not born again. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Maybe somebody invited you, maybe you are watching me. You want to surrender your life to Jesus. You want to ask Jesus to come into your heart to be your Lord and your Savior. I want you, I want you to pray this prayer with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe you died for me And you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord. Wow. And you may be seated as we close. Hallelujah. Wow. May you use your gift. I said, may you use your gift. May you even find your gift. May you identify it. Identify. Like I said, your, your gift may not be that obvious. It's not that it, that nobody's gift starts big. Something small, but when you find it and you work on it, it will make you great. It will make, your gift will make you greater than anything that you have. It's a God given ability. So it will definitely make you great. All right. We'll take out an offering as, as we close. Let's give an offering as we close. Let's give an offering as we close. The conference was beautiful. Yeah, we had a good time. Good, 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 refreshing time. Yeah. And three main things were, were, were shared with us. Number one was what? Faithfulness. That you'll be good and faithful mainly faithful hallelujah and the second one was what humility clothe yourself with you. this friday we are here praying about these things clothe yourself with humility and the third one was what commitment commitment to be committed to what you are doing you are committed maritally committed to what you are doing what a blessing what a blessing Hallelujah! Take out a good offering uh, and let's give it twenty runs, fifty runs, hundred runs, two hundred runs, and its relatives and brothers as we give tonight. Lift it. Let us pray. Father, thanks a million for everyone who's giving. Bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. Please bring your offering quickly. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Lizwi. Sunday, I like to have a meeting with you. Sunday, I like to meet Lizwi. I like to meet Tapelo. Yeah, Tapelo and Andy Swa. Mm, Yeah, yeah. Ne, bless you, bless you. Hallelujah. Oh, say amen. Amen. Maybe saying amen is your gift too. Oh, Pastor, how can you say that saying amen is your gift? No, you'll be surprised. There are some people, when they are not here, I preach differently. Yeah. Okay. When they are here, I preach differently. There are some people, when they are here, it doesn't change how I preach. It's the same. It, I don't notice. But there are some, when they are not here, the preaching is also different. Okay. Mm-hmm. Remember I came here some day. I said, if you don't have a church out I won't come again. There must be somebody who shouts, official shouter of the church. He's like official, he has the power to shout in the church. I mean, you'll be surprised. It makes a lot of difference in the church. I mean, do you think Bishop Kweku will ever forget uh, Musa? Yeah, even yesterday he asked about (laughs) Sizolala. He cannot forget Sizolala. (laughs) <laughs> you see, as soon as he said, I said ah, you have come here also. <laughs> Look, you have come to Mars grave to also come and say, you'll be surprised. You'll be laughing, but you'll be surprised. Hallelujah. Some of you, your gift is just to bring joy. But you see other people, so no, I want their gift. If I could use the camera like this, then I like that one. Oh, meanwhile, yours is just to be around and make everybody happy. So when you are not there, the atmosphere is so Tight. Everything looks tense and serious. Nobody can cough or laugh. But when you come, then the atmosphere is Relax. relaxed. People are more friendly. Some wives, when they are there, you can't have visitors. Anyway, you let me not talk about it. Let's close. Let's close. Let's close. But find your gift. Find your gift. Amen. Say another Amen. Wonderful. Stand to your feet. I think we are done. Is that not so? Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.